0: This is your host, Terry Noland, and this is your community. Come on in, grab a seat, and strap in. Hello, literacy leaders. Today, I am going to be sharing a podcast with you that really. I think I'm speaking to myself. Let me just pull up the mirror and put it right in front of me as we get into the content for today, because this is all about literacy leaders know how to show up. And what I mean by that is you know how to show up when you don't want to show up. You know how to show up and put on that happy face, that smile with your kids, with your staff, with those around you when you don't want to put on a happy smile and a happy face. And let me describe this for you for just a minute. So last week was Thanksgiving and I took the week off. Now, when I take time off, I usually don't take time off, right? I mean, it's just like when I was in the classroom, summers, everybody thinks, oh, summers, you're just out there partying all summer and hanging out at the beach. When in fact, I mean, you're attending every type of uh, conference and professional learning series and, and cutting things out. And I mean, my goodness, you don't have a vacation. But last week, I really did. I really did step away from the computer, step away from work, there were things that I could have sat down and responded to and got some things done. But I didn't. And you know what, first things first, I don't need to feel guilty about that. In fact, I need to feel good about that. However, Sunday night rolled around. And you know what happened on Sunday night? Oh, my goodness, I don't want it to be Monday morning. I can't believe my week is over. You know, we all do it, right? And I think it's worse. I don't think it's worse. Let's let's just say it like it is. It is worse right now. I mean, you know, going to school every day, going to work every day, showing up every day in November, about to be December of 2021, education is hard. Teaching is hard. We've got state mandates. We've got, uh, you know, we're trying to recover from, from COVID. We're trying to recover from pandemic. We don't have subs. We were overworked. We're stressed. I mean, let's just face it. And I've mentioned this on pod- podcasts before, and I'll mention it here again. I don't like this term self-care. You know what? Don't tell me to take care of myself when we've got all of these mandates coming down on me. Quit putting the mandates on me. That's gonna help me be able to take care of myself a lot better. But let's face it, okay? I can complain. I can gripe, I can moan, I can stomp my feet and raise my fist in the air. And the only thing that changes in the immediate is me. It's me, guess what? Because when Monday morning rolls around, I've still gotta be responsive. I've still got to put on that smile. I've still got to put on that happy face. And while this podcast is all about literacy leaders, I think this can apply to so many of us in education at large and people at large, human beings at large. You know how to show up. So let's talk about that a little bit. First things first, I'm going to give you three things that we can think about when we show up. So, number 1. I heard this once and it was someone talking about grief, but I'm going to apply it here to everything that I've just talked about about the demands of the education field right now, the demands of the classroom, the demands of our schools and districts and states and legislation, the demands that are placed upon us. So and so I'm layering it on in this way. So let me explain. The statement that I heard was this. When grief comes along, let's say it's the grief of a lost relationship, the grief of a lost loved one, the grief of a change in job, a change of environment, whatever it is, whatever, why the grief came along. We often say, you know, oh, you know, I got to be strong. If you break down in in front of someone, what is the first thing that you do? You apologize. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because there is this myth out there that we have to just like hold it all together. And here's what I heard. When grief comes along let it have its way with you let it have its way with you let it sweep over you let the tears fall let the tantrum ensue let it happen because when you let it happen it's like this this freedom comes along Let grief have its way with you. And so when I layer this on in literacy, I say it like this, let let the anger, let the being mad, let it have its way with you, but make sure that you're doing it in the right environment. Okay. make sure you're in the right environment, because usually what happens is when you get off by yourself, when you close that door, when you're in your kitchen by yourself, thinking about the reflections of the day or preparing for tomorrow, let be angry, get mad, stomp your feet, do whatever you got to do. And then you kind of settle. You kind of settle and even out. So first things first, I am not going to tell you put on a brave face and march right down to that schoolhouse and step right in and and just push down those emotions. I'm not going to tell you to do that. What I am telling you to do is be mad. Be angry and let those feelings have their way with you. But in the right environment, alone with a close friend, with your family member whoever it is, because I promise you you're going to even out. And then you can show up. You can show up. If you are in a situation, once again, always thinking about literacy here. If you are in a situation right now where your school or your district is not executing on a curriculum that is serving the needs of your students, and you're mad about it, and you're frustrated about it, and you are overwhelmed. Guess what? Let those emotions have their way with you in the right environment, in the right space. Last podcast idea was about how to have those conversations, how to have those meetings with others and be an influencer. And you don't want to bring those emotions into that space. Let those emotions take place prior to going into a meeting, a conversation with someone else, right? Okay, so that was the first thing. First thing. And I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear about your tantrum. I would love to hear about it. I mean, I've thrown many of them right here in my office, in my kitchen, in my living room, in front of the TV while my husband is sitting there trying to watch TV. And they're like, no, you need to pay attention to me because I'm about to go off right now. Okay, let's go to number two. Number two is this. We've heard it before. We've heard it a lot in our lives we know what this means. We know what it does, but we don't do it. Okay. Here's what it is. You got to laugh. You got to bring humor with the burdens that are on us today you don't have any time to grade your papers, you're filling in for the the cafeteria staff, you're driving the bus, whatever it is, the extra stress, the extra mandates laid upon you. I'm going to tell you what, bring humor into your day. There was a conference that I attended, it was for middle schools. And the keynote speaker was one of the, I mean, he was one of these funny guys, right? An educator, a funny guy. And I have talked about that for months. This was back in the spring when I attended. It was a virtual conference and he captivated me. Absolutely captivated me. I walked away. I learned a little bit of something about education, but I laughed. I couldn't help but smile. And you know what that does you know what it does when you laugh and you smile? There's so many things. And and actually, I'm going to bring you some of those things right now from the Mayo Clinic. Okay. So, I mean, right. There's research behind this. I mean, there's short-term benefits around laughter about bringing humor into your day. Did you know that it stimulates many organs because you're intaking more air and oxygen and it's stimulating your heart, your lungs, your muscles, and increasing those good endorphins that are released in your brain, those hits that make you feel good. It stimulates those things. It activates and relieves your stress response because it helps to cool down that stress response you gotta laugh you know what it also in a short term benefit it soothes the tension by increasing and stimulating the circulation and that muscle relaxation in your body and you can kind of just feel that tension be relieved in your shoulders those are some of the short-term benefits of this laughter, of this humor, long-term benefits. Do you know that humor, laughter improves your immune system? It improves your immune system, helping you fight off d- uh, different illnesses, fighting that stress, fighting that those more serious illnesses. It can improve your immune system. Who doesn't want that? Laughter relieves pain. It is that natural painkiller, natural painkiller, right? We don't want to relieve the pain and the stress in my neck and that stress headache that I come home with every day. Why don't you turn on a comedy podcast? Why not laugh? It improves your mood. You know what? Humor I try to bring it into my day. So there there's different points that I try to bring humor into my day. And one of those, I mean, it's just something that we've done as a family. I love the old sitcom King of Queens. it's just one of those things we can quote it as a family, and you know what? We turn that on uh, when we are are getting ready for dinner, and uh, you know whatever the episode is, we we'll, we're quoting it. No, you got that right wrong, and and what Jerry Stiller? I am going to tell you that man was a comedic genius, comedic genius. He makes you laugh, and it it just. I can even feel it now, thinking about him. Right, bring somebody into your life. There are there are those comedic geniuses out there. I also follow uh, Gary Brooks and you might be saying, but wait, I follow Jerry Brooks. Uh, His name is G-E-R-R-Y. Many people believe that his name is Jerry. It's actually Gary. He has said that on one of his videos before, and I follow him on Instagram. I follow him on Facebook, and he is that principal that I'm going to tell you what. I mean, if you had him as a principal, I think I'd be laughing all day long. I'm sure he's got his serious moments and serious side, absolutely, as an administrator. But when he's got videos, I watch them. I watch them because I know I need the humor. Sometimes in education, we just have to laugh. You got to laugh at yourself. You got to laugh at yourself sometimes. You got to laugh with your kids, bring humor into your classroom. Now, listen, I know we're not all comedians. I mean, comedy is a, I mean, there is a science to comedy, your timing, your, you know, your enunciation and your voice and your movements and all of these things. And I wouldn't even venture to say that those are things that I've mastered. I I know I haven't, but we've got to do something, you know, bring in the funny joke, let a kid bring in a knock, knock joke. It just, I mean, those are just single tiny little moments. Okay. Laugh at yourself this morning. And I've already shared this and I'm going to tell you what, if there had been a video camera, I probably be, would be winning $10,000 on America's funniest home videos this morning when I was working out, uh, I go very early in the morning. So it's dark outside. And we run outside and and the building, the facility where I work out at is, is on this little side street. And we run out there. It does have some, some good lighting. But there's this one particular area that the the street, the concrete there is kind of broken up. And I'm out there by myself, thankfully. And there was this rock and I snagged my toe on the rock. I It felt a slow motion came into play, slow motion came into play. And I am out there with nobody around, thankfully. And for 10, what felt like 10 or 15 yards, I am doing the arms moving in the air and I'm I'm falling forward, I'm falling forward, <laughs> falling forward. And I know I'm about to hit that concrete face first. And I'm already feeling the the gravel in my hands and there's nothing I can do to stop it but because of my fabulous agility no i'm i'm not really serious about that but hey maybe i maybe i will attribute some of this to my agility boy i was able to i was able to catch myself i didn't fall and i all i could do was laugh all i could do was laugh and now as i sit here recording this podcast I'm going to tell you what, I've got a tweak in my back that I'm going to have to go to bed with a combination of a heating pad and an ice pack because of that blunder and that fall. Yeah, it could have been bad, absolutely, but I just got to laugh at myself. Bring laughter into your life, whatever it is, whatever it is, whatever moment, whatever tiny snippet, laugh. Laugh. That's what we do. That's what we do as leaders. We show up every single day the right way because our kids deserve it, our colleagues deserve it, our administrators deserve it, our staff deserve it, and you know who deserves it? You deserve it. Okay, let's go on to number three. Number three is this. And it kind of goes back to the Simon Sinek book around "Start with Why." I remember I read that book on a plane, actually, many years ago. And you know, it was one of those books I didn't read. I drank. I consumed. It, It just flowed into me. It just spoke to me. Everything that he said. I've watched his TED talk. I can't even tell you how many times. But the the work, the the work of that book. The thinking of that book is so true and it aligns with this statement from Confucius that says this, love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. If you love what you do, you're going to show up the right way, no matter what's happening around you, no matter if the Jenga stack is about to crumble. You know how to show up every single day if you love what you do. Now you're saying to yourself, I know what you're saying to yourself. Yeah, I do love teaching. Yes, I do love being an administrator. Yes, I do love being this literacy leader. I love it. But I don't like all the things happening around me. Remember what I said at the beginning. Let's think about what you can control. Think about you in this moment. Now we can we can talk vision and strategy and, and big change, big waves, big movement. We can talk about that separately. What I'm talking about today is you showing up. So get back to the heart of your why. Get back to it. Look in the eyes of that child. Look in the eyes of that staff member. Think about your parents why are you doing what you do? And this is where I'm going to get to. There's, you know, in this, in this thinking, there's actually three types of people. Okay. First type. these are the confused people. These are the people that are in education. And it was almost like, like a fallback, or you know, uh, I I really went to school for something else, and this just kind of came along my way. I'm I'm kind of confused about where I want to be, where I want to go. Uh, in this state of confusion, those if you are if you are in this state of confusion, I'm going to ask you: you got to get clear on your purpose. You got to get clear on your why. Do I want to be an educator? Do I want to be in that classroom? Because if you don't, your answer is no. Then you've got to make tough decisions. And you're not going to show up the right way for your students every single day that deserve the best you. Okay, the next type of people. They they know what they would like to do. They know what, what their vision is. They know their why, but they're not doing it. And I would call these people, the frustrated people. Okay. I'm going to come back to that one. The third type of people is the fulfilled people. I know what I want to do. I know my why, I know my purpose, and I am out there fulfilling it every single day, case closed, nothing more we got to say, because you're going to show up the right way every single day because you are fulfilled and you are there to fulfill other people. You are there to fulfill and add value to someone else. I'm going to come back to that number two one, the frustrated the frustrated people. And I really and truly believe that in education today, we are living in this land of frustration. It was my frustration on Sunday night. Oh my goodness, I don't want Monday morning to come. I don't want it to come. There's too much I got to do. I'm so behind. There's so much work that needs to happen. I'm frustrated. And you know what I do in those moments? I think about kids now I'm I consider myself a literacy leader uh, even though uh, I'm not in the classroom I still tutor students I'm not in the classroom anymore I'm not an administrator anymore N- but I am still out there working for the good of kids. And when I get frustrated, when I get weary, when I get uh... All of those things, let go back to number one, let those feelings have their way with you, but then say, you know what? I'm getting back to my why. I am going to push through. I'm going to persevere because there is a child that needs my effort. There's a child that needs my advocacy. There is a child that needs my work. There is a person, there is an educator, there is an individual, there is a teacher and an administrator. They need me. They need my work. So if you're living in that land of frustration, get back to your why. Maybe over Christmas break, pick up that book from Simon Sinek because it's an easy read and it's one of those things that you can just literally drink in. You don't have time to read that book. Go watch his TED Talk. It's going to center you in starting with your why. So today we've been talking about the fact that literacy leaders know how to show up. We know how to show up. The three things, let emotions, let those emotions have their way with you. Whatever those emotions are, get them out of the, get, get them out, right? In the right place. In the right environment, get them out. Let those emotions have their way with you. Number two, bring humor into your life. Bring humor into your life. Whatever it is, small little snippets. Go follow uh, uh, Gary Brooks, right? Go watch King of Queens and Jerry Stiller. I mean, whatever it is, bring humor into your life. And then number three, Figure out where you are. What type of person are you? Are you the confused? Are you the frustrated? Are you the fulfilled? Which one are you? Because literacy leaders, we know how to show up. Thank you for going on the journey today. Thank you for being present. Thank you for continuing to grow and learn. If we are going to make an impact on education, create significance in the lives of our students. We need you. If you want to learn more about Learning Ally, visit us at learningally.org and be a part of a transformational community.